right, all right. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. What is up, everybody? I'm back. I'm back early, earlier than ever. It's actually Sunday night, July 9th, 2023. Doc, yes, on a very special Sunday edition. Uh, in other words, I'm bored as fuck. I ain't got nothing going on. It's a lazy, lazy Sunday. Kids are in the room scratching their bows. I'm trying to find something to do with myself on a Sunday evening. No Dodger game, no Lakers, no football. It's bad, dog. It's bad. So um, I watched, uh, just watching a little bit of TV. I finally finished Succession. It was all right. It was all right. No spoilers alert. But, you know, I don't know. I kind of started losing interest in the whole show entirely uh, by by this whole season. It just it was just a lot of the same thing over and over. Like at first it was cool, it's captivating. I yeah, yeah, captivating. At first it's like interesting. I love seeing snobby, rich, white people do crazy dumb shit. I love it. I love it. And that's what kept me going, right? And then it just it just felt like the same thing over and over. And the whole last final season was just a lot of that. A lot of like, yeah, we could have wrapped this up a long time ago. And it's always like, this person's going to get it. This person's going to get the CEO. And then last minute they don't. And then this person's going to get it. And then last minute they don't. And this person's going to get it. And it's just like a lot of that. And just goes back and forth, back and forth. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it. I'm not, not, not everybody's on this thing. But I mean, the person who did get it. I guess, right? I guess, like he got it, but didn't really get it. Kind of situation. Uh, I don't know. Like, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of over it. I expected a little bit more from HBO, dog, but it, it was fine. It was entertaining. I, I definitely enjoyed the first couple of seasons, and after, after the, I think after the dad died. Oh, oh, sorry. We're not supposed to say that. After the dad dies, dog. I, it was just a lot of just kids fucking being snobby fighting and it just got old got old it got tiring but um whatever dog whatever i've been watching a little bit of american gladiators on uh on netflix though there's there's two right there's one on espn 30 for 30 which i started watching while i was on the road and i was really getting into it but the, that was based mostly by the, the creator of the show or so-called creator of American Gladiators. And that guy's a nutcase, fool. And that guy gets, I mean, tiring to watch, fool. Like, I get over that guy. He tries to be funny on every interview he does. And every talking head that he comes out, he tries to be fucking funny. And he just tries to keep reminding us that he invented American Gladiators, that it was his concept, his idea. Keep reminding us, keep reminding us. Whereas, like, that's just the... That's not really important. What's important is what happened to the actual show after that guy was long gone. Um, so I, I don't know. I think I think I think Thirty for Thirty actually fucked up on that one. Uh, I love Thirty for Thirty. Most of their stuff is really, really, really fun to watch. But this one, now that I'm watching a Netflix special, like they just get straight to the point quicker, faster. The great timeline. Uh, more of the gladiators are interviewed, and the other one, Thirty for Thirty, a lot of the gladiators they didn't want to come out on it. Because they don't want no association with that creator, so-called creator guy, 
So they didn't even want to be in the fucking documentary. So that kind of messed things up. But for but in the Netflix ones, they do come out. They all come out. So I, I like this one. I'm enjoying this one more. Uh, I'm like I see episode two, and it's, it's fun. I, again, again, I'm 43 years old, dog. That's my era. I was 10 years old watching a fucking American Gladiators at home, and I was fucking all into it, of course. And... Uh, yeah, that, that show ran its course after a while. I'm sure it'll get to that point later. But uh, it's really cool. You want to check it out. Uh, other than that, dog, I've, I've been having a pretty chill week, dog. I took this 4th of July week off, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it, dog. Uh, I, just, I just was on chill mode with the kids, with the fam. You know, um, a little update on my brother. Uh, that fool was locked up. And he, like, he was locked up for, he was supposed to go to Mexico with us. Uh, I even I bought him the ticket. Good thing I only bought him a one way ticket, cause uh, I only bought him I, I I bought him a one way ticket, and that fool's all like, just buy me the he's like just buy me the one way ticket right now. This is back like in March, right? Like just buy me the one way ticket, cause uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get off work, right? How much time I'm gonna be able to get off from work? So I'm like cool, cool, cool. And then we we none of us had decided when we're gonna never mind, where we're gonna come back anyway. So we just bought I bought the one way tickets. And so that fool gets locked up like a week before, dog, leaving, dude. And turns out he was never working. He was out there fucking doing gr- grimy shit, you know. Um, he got locked up for breaking and entering and drug possession and all kinds of shit, fool. And he's just all over. It turns out he hasn't been working like all year of 2023. He's been lying to everybody that he has a job. He has no job. He's been living from motel to motel, from girlfriend to girlfriend to friend's house to friend's house, couch surfing, sleeping on the streets, in his car, just surviving, dog. And it's and I bring this up because I know I've, I've been getting like uh, like messages from people that have going through a lot of similar stuff with family members. Uh, at the end of the day, for those of you who don't know, my brother, he's on and off meth, you know. So he's been on and off meth and he's, he belongs to the streets. And uh, he's a, he's a beautiful guy, a beautiful person. You know, he's definitely like he's like good looking, and that's why he has like he's like charming, and you know. But this shit got a hold of him, fool. This shit got a hold of him. You know, he's like taller than me, my weight away. Uh, we don't look we don't look alike much. <laughs> we, uh, people don't know that we're brothers when we see each other, but we have a lot of the same mannerisms. You say, anyways. Uh, yeah, dude. So he's been struggling with that shit forever. He's in his late thirties now. He's been struggling this shit for like since his early twenties. In and out of jail, in and out of jail. So he's been in jail. He was in jail for like a month, and now he's out. And he was out for Fourth of July, and of course, when he comes out, he's all clean and like restart, reset the batteries and shit. Fucking talking all the greatest things. Oh man, this is it. This time for real, man. I fucked up. You know the whole. And nobody wants to take him in. You know, I got two sisters and me. I, he can't come to HP. He's burned in HP. Yeah, I think he's got like a fucking green light on him over here. He got into a bunch of crazy shit when, I was, when he was living out here. Like, owes people money, stole stuff from people. People were looking for him. Like, he can't come to HP, dog. Even if I want to bring him in, I can't. And obviously, I don't because I don't trust him around my bobbleheads. <laughs> Uh, I got my kids here, dog. You know, like I can't fool, but not nah, anyway. I would, I would, like I, better than him sleeping on the street. Of course, I would. 
Uh, pero no se puede, güey. No se, unfortunately, no se puede. He can't come here. He's, he definitely can't come here. Um, yeah, fool. So anyways, fool, that's that, fool. Uh, the other one I want to bring it up is about the the situation what happened in Mexico with, with our friend that passed away. Rest in peace, La Manzana. Uh, I didn't, you know, I, I should have closed out with a little bit more of, you know, dedication to him. I got messages about that too, about, damn, that's a crazy story, fool. Holy shit, don't blame yourself. It's not your fault. And things like that. And I appreciate you motherfuckers listening. Um, you know what? That, yeah, fool, it did fuck with me, dog. And it wasn't Thursday or Friday that happened. Actually, happened... I got the call either Friday or Saturday because I was, I was in El Escondido, San Diego, that weekend, Friday and Saturday. And those two days, I'm kind of getting them confused. But I think I'm going to look back at my messages on the WhatsApp. But I th- I believe it came in either Friday morning or Saturday morning. And uh, a little update on that as well. Of course, he passed away, and I'm very sorry to hear that. Pobrecito, young, young man at 35 years old, I believe, 35. Um, and my dad was right. I'm bringing it up because my dad was right. He said, murió de una cruda. He died of a hangover, fool. Uh, basically, I got more information. I caught my folks in Mexico, and I want, I got more info. And basically what happened is that, yeah, he went on this drinking binge. He started that Wednesday night after he dropped me off, fool. So, yeah, like, again, that fucks with me because, yeah, I gave him a little extra tip, and I, that could have helped, like, lead towards that, right? And, uh Anyways, let's hope not. But anyways, uh, so he goes on this drinking binge. Wednesday night, Thursday night, fr- Friday. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get there Sunday. Starts that Sunday. Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday. Okay, on Thursday, on Thursday, they capture him. The family, the wife grabs him. They capture him, the family, and throw him into Alcoholicos Anonymous, rehab. So they take them to rehab, right? And yes, during the detox, during the detox, he passed away full. Like a, a, apparently he had diabetes already and a, a high cholesterol or blood pressure, which was something I have. Which, uh, he had blood pressure, diabetes, y que la cruda coming off the fucking all that shit, his heart gave out on him, fool. And he got un infarto, way. And basically, what is that? Heart attack, fool. So he got like a heart attack, a stroke, which he ended up passing, passing of. Pobrecito, way. And my dad, my dad was like, ¿Sabe haber muerto de una cruda? My dad, right away, when I told him, fool. ¿Sabe haber muerto de una cruda? And... Sure, that's basically what happened. I mean, of course, I didn't believe that. Come on, but yeah, fool, I thought it was, you know, something more like violent, right? Like, you know, accident, fight, stabbing, shot, you know, something more violent. Dog. But anyway, the point is, he did, he did go and, um, yeah, his name was Jesus and uh, Luciana Manzana and rest in peace, homie, and everybody would be sorry. Yeah, that was a crazy little fucking story, dog. Just seeing him from one day to like that, in a matter of a week, it's a trip, fool. Um, other than that, dog, shit, dude. Uh, I just, again, I've been laying low, fool. I was at the Magic and Comedy Club. What is that? The Magic and Comic Comedy Club in Hermosa Beach, dog. For those of you who don't know, in LA, dog, that's like a really like fancy side of town, right? It's the beach side. 
very pretty West LA side. Las celebrities live out there, Lakers, y que la chingada, hermosa beach, right? Um, and there's this comedy club that's been there forever, over 50 years, this comedy club. Uh, well-known staple. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's where, like, the big dogs go and practice, you know, the, the Jay Leno's and pinche Gabriel Iglesias and the fucking, all these stars, like, go there. Arsenio Hall, like, all these you know, older heads or, you know, just heads and famous heads there just pop in and do their thing. And it's all white people in the fucking audience. It's a great club. It's a very difficult club to break into. Uh, I, I got really lucky. I got uh, I got referred by uh, my manager at the time. And uh, it's one of the clubs, the first clubs he had a, a hookup with. And he got me in there, fool. But uh, they don't have many Latino comics there. Um, they try to keep every show got to be like PG 13, like very limited bad words to none. And you only do like seven to 10 minutes. They, they just get all these comedians to come in and do like seven to 10 minutes. The pay is not even great, but they got a great restaurant. They got dope ass fat steaks, fat salmon, salmon, shit, all that fucking great food. So, and you could take it to go and all that stuff. It was like a fucking great place. So I got, I was able to go there Friday and, uh, man, not, I didn't bomb. I didn't bomb, but I didn't feel good at my set, dog. Uh, and I always do fairly well there because I don't do that place so often that when I do, when I do it, I'm very excited and I like, I do very well. Like, let's go way. And yeah, what happened Friday, I just didn't have a good set for like, to be honest with you, um, they're celebrating like their some sort of birthday right now, anniversary, 50 years, 50 something. And so they're doing this thing right now on weekends, Friday specifically, where it's an eight o'clock show, but they have 20 comedians, 20 comedians, each of us doing five minutes, dog, all of us. And we piggyback, fool, right? And it's a random draw, fool, right? Of who goes up when. I went, I got number 19, dog, out of 20, fool. 19 and obviously i'm there early shows at eight i got there like at 7 30 and everybody's got beat on time because you don't know what time you're going up so everybody's got beat on time and this fucking place is like legit for you can't fuck around here dog you know and, and i'm not intimidated or anything except even when they told us oh you're only doing five minutes today i'm like oh everyone's doing five minutes i got a little disappointed to be honest with you I'm like ah shit fuck ni modo way ah chinga su madre way and then I look out, to, it's always a sea of white people, rich people, money, bro, one percenters, dog. Like, Cali is a very uh, liberal fucking uh, state, as you know, but this little pocket is very Republican, fool. These are motherfuckers that cause shots, fool. Chingo de carones, way. Like, you don't talk shit about Trump there, fool. These motherfuckers, like, I'm telling you, but importante, we. succession motherfuckers, Logan Roy motherfuckers, dog. Um, but, and I like that. I like that change of pace. I love that change of scenery, dog. Like, I mean, I, I'm all about that. I love that fucking, I love that about that club. I get to, I like, I feel like I'm going to do, go on the Tonight Show, fool. Like, I go and try out my clean material. I do some of my same bits, of course, the kids, the teenagers, you know, the stuff. But And I just do a squeaky clean, no bad words. And I, it's a great challenge. Great challenge, fool. I love it. 
But I got, I was there for a long time. I was there from 7.30 and it's like a two hour show. It's over like around 10. It's a hundred minutes, obviously. Five minutes each, 20 comics, mas o menos. And, and you can't run the light either, fool. Like they, they, they do this thing, like it's like a bell. Ding! Like you just got to finish your thought, finish your, your bit, finish your li- one liner, finish your joke and get the fuck out. Like literally, like once you hear that bell... That's like a 4.50 mark, 4 minutes and 50 seconds. You literally have like 10 seconds to get the fuck out, fool. And so you got to respect that shit, of course, right? So that had me. So a lot of little things started triggering in my head. Like, fuck. So first of all, it's 7. Th- I'm there early, 7.30. It's a fucking packed green room. I know like maybe a handful of these comedians. I'm not very close to the to them, but, you know, you do a little small talk. There's a few comics who I'm cool with, or I know, like that I know, I like to, but you're all, at the same time, I feel the place, right? Most of the comedians there are African American or white, full or Asian, dog. Like, there's only like two other Latino comics. Shout out to Francisco Ramos, a fucking funny ass dude, and I think that was the only other Latino I saw there, fool. Uh, damn, I think that's it. I don't remember seeing another Latino in there. Anyways, um, it's not about the racial thing. It's just people that I don't really come around too often, right? People I'm not very close with. Like, I know these guys. I know I'm like, oh, yeah, what's up, fool? Like, just small talk. How you been? Good. All right. Nice to see you. How you been? It's a lot of that. It's just, and it's packed and it's slammed in there. People are eating their steaks, their salmons, their salads. I had just eaten. I wasn't hungry. I was looking forward to taking my food to go. But I was looking forward to doing my spot and getting the fuck out of there. Going home early, fool. Like starting eight, hopefully be out of the out of that out that door by eight thirty, the latest, fool. That was my goal when I got there. But we all drew, and you drew, and when I drew the number nineteen, I was fucked, bro. And so that means I had to be there like all night from seven thirty to ten, out of place, out of a comfort zone. You know, like I just I wasn't feeling that fool. I wasn't. Fortunately, I got into some cool conversations with some of these comedians, opened up with some comics I hadn't talked to before. That's cool. I don't mind the networking. I really do like to talk to other comics, but it takes my while for me to get comfortable with somebody, yo, you know? And then um, there's a TV in the green room, and most of the comics are in there. Not everybody fits, so some of them are just hanging outside of the green room. And so... The TV's on, and people are watching your set, and we're like, kind of like, you know, like, even like, uh, judging it a little bit and just like, oh, that person, you know, we're all very positive with each other, you know, like, oh, that guy's funny, oh, that was funny, oh, that was good, that was great, oh, you killed it, you know, a lot of that going on, but at the same time, you're also like, kind of, oh, you know, um, but most of the guys, obviously, dude, like I said, not any chump gets on that stage, fool, you gotta go through a lot of hurdles, a lot of, t- a lot of people have to vouch for you, for you to get on that fucking stage, dog, so I'm very like honored to be on it. I'm like the only one in my crew that is on that stage. Food. Jesus not on it. Christian not on it. None of my immediate crew is on that shit. Just me. What's supposed to show for like how picky they are. And anyways, this is going on. The night's just dragging, dog. The night's just dragging, fool. And it's not, 20 comedians, compa. 20 fucking comedians, five minutes each. I'm over it, fool. Like, half, uh, we're like, I'm like, what time is it? It's already past nine. Fucking, we're barely at number 10. And it's like, a lot of these guys are killing, though. They're fucking killing it. I'm already, like, getting in my head. Like, fuck, by the time I get up there, people are going to be tired. People are going to be over this shit. 
Like, oh my God, I only, and I only got five minutes. What the hell am I going to talk about? I don't like to get into my, just, I don't like to get right into my set. I like to like fuck around a little bit with the crowd and talk about the room and my day. And that's what I like to ease into. When that stuff starts to fizzle out, then I get into my set. I don't like to go straight into my set. All this stuff's going through my head, dude. I'm starting to get hungry. Like, I want to go home. I'm done. You know, like, fuck, man. Uh, the Dodger game was going on. Bad, there's no reception in the fucking green room, dog. Like, it's just bad, fool. Um, and it's just taking a toll on me. It's taking a toll on Now it's 930. I'm still like three, four people away. I'm like, fuck, dog. I finally go up around 945 or so, dog. One of the, obviously, the second to last comedian. I feel bad for the people, dog. I don't know how they feel what... I don't know how, what it feels to go through 19 comedians, but it can't be great, right? By the time I get up there, fool, it can't be great. You know, even though it's still the show's on time, precise, it's only been an hour and 45 minutes, like you've been there for three hours or nothing like that. It's only been two, an hour and 45, but people are finishing. They're done, fool. And all that's getting to my head, fool. And I get up there, I get on stage, I bring me the guy before me, by the way, very funny guy. I wish I could remember his name. Very funny guy, dude. Ooh, young, up and coming star, fool. He won like funniest comedian of fucking young, up and coming, funniest comedian of it last year, whatever. Funny ass dude. Killed it, fool. Killed it, dog. And that got him in my head too. I'm like, oh God, no great, of course. But then it also gives me an optimism where like, oh, this guy is still killing. 18 comics in, still getting hard laughs. Orale, cabron. No excuse. A chingarle, cabron. Right? But then I get into my head again. We're like, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm like the brownest fool they're going to see here tonight. Que la chingada. And, uh, and yeah, sure enough, fool, I go up there, fool. What's up, what's up, what's up? Freestyle a little bit, blah, 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 blah. And then I, and then I fuck up, fool, like. This is why I don't like doing crowd work like this sometimes where like, because it could go wrong. But basically, I'm like, oh, man, it's the, get up for yourselves, man. 18 comedians already, man. Get up for yourselves for putting up with this, man. I said to myself, I was backstage and I told myself, are there, are there even, are there even going to be any people out there by the time I get out here? And then I realized, oh, yeah, it's a bunch of white people. They got nothing better to do. And I lost them, fool. I lost them, fool. Like, it didn't do, it didn't, it didn't hit. The way I said it, how I said it, maybe too early in the set. I came out with that. I came out firing with that. And it sounded funny in my head. It didn't come out funny, fool. And I could tell the people just like tightening, tightening up right there. They tightening up. Like, oh, we don't like this guy. You could t- I felt it. I felt it, dog. And fuck it, right? Now I got to, Keep trucking, right? And I went straight into my fucking bits because I, I didn't want to keep digging myself in a bigger hole. So I went now straight into my bit. And of course, I fucking cussed, dog, like an idiot. I dropped an F-bomb within the first 30 seconds. Dog. I did the fuck these kids. You know, I'm like, oh, man, we just had a, I hope you guys are enjoying your summer. I'm not doing so great this summer. I've got the, I got the kids at the house, man. And let me tell you, man, fuck these kids. And uh, another, all for another swing and miss. Because there have been no F-words being thrown around all night. All night, no F-words. The one paisa. Yeah, 
The one fucking brownie goes up on stage, drops an F word within the first 30 seconds. And I'm like, come on, fool. You're better than this, dog. You're fucking better than this. That I wasn't. I fucking, oh my, I was so mad at myself. Caught myself and said, oh, sorry, not supposed to cuss. I'm trying to keep it clean. But you got to understand, I'm really upset right now. Got these kids at the house and I tried to play it off. And I kind of did. And I got into my set and I talked, vented about the kids a little bit. But then I look around, I'm looking on the audience. It's all like old, white, retired people that don't have teenagers, don't have seven-year-olds. They're not relating, dog. And I was like, fuck. And I was just getting the giggles, the giggles, nothing hard. And I could just picture that green room because a bunch of comics were still there, like, watching me on the TV in the green room. And I go, I know these fools, like, know what they're saying right now. I know what they're thinking. This fool's bombing, bro. This fool's fucking bombing, dog. And it sucks because, you know, before that, you're having all these conversations about, like, Oh, I just headline here. We fucking, I was in Morongo, sold that bitch out. I was in San Diego, sold out. I was in El Paso, sold out. I was in Phoenix. You know, we're talking, we're bragging, we're flexing. I'm fucking Mr. This, I'm Mr. That. Oh, yeah, I got this. We've been, I've been doing that. I'm in this tour. I'm in this, I'm in that. No way. No way. Parece mamada, way. And then the whole fucking rest of the five minutes took forever. I, I didn't know what to end with. I didn't know how I was going to end. Fortunately enough, once that bell came, I was a, I was just wrapping up a little fucking bit about uh, Nicolás, uh, talking about him, and then I got a hard laugh, and then the bell came, and I was like, I'm out. Thank you. See ya. I'm out of there, fool. And it's really disappointing because I look forward to this stage. I look forward to this challenge. I look forward. To these situations, dog. And I didn't make the best of it, fool. And I got it. I let it get to my head a little. I got a little tired of being there. I'm better than this, though. And I really felt I let Latino comedians down, right? Dropping an F-bomb when there no one else was. And everybody else, it's a known thing in this club. Keep it PG-13. If you're going to drop an F-bomb, it's got to be important. It's got to be necessary. And honestly, you've got to be that guy. You got to be one of the more famous guys, fool, to drop F words, fool. Not the guy who comes here every fucking three, four months and does a spot, fool. So, yeah. Yeah. So that messed me up, fool. That ruined my night, obviously. That ruined my Friday night. And I was like, oh, man. Um, yeah, dog. And I want to let you into my world a little bit on that. And it sucks, fool. It fucking sucks. Uh, that was Friday night. Then last night, I was in Ha Ha Comedy Club, North Hollywood. That's more my backyard. The club where I started, my home base, the owners, happy to see. I hadn't done Ha Ha Comedy Club in like, I mean, like three months. Fool. I've been on the road for like three months, dog. No local, like, B clubs. I do none, fool. Just, anyways, the, the, the owner, shout out to Terry, beautiful lady. Like she's a huge fan, a huge supporter, loves me, dog, and so happy to see me. She's like, finally, finally, you're back. Gets me a beer, fool. I'm just like feeling myself. I'm cool. The crowd is kind of low. It's not that big. There was a couple of people at the show that listen here. I'm gonna shout out in a little bit. Uh, I was maybe like what 50, 60 people in there. 
Uh, it was a cool little mighty crowd, but I felt more myself, dog, for sure. There was also white people in there on the audience. There's nothing against white people. I actually enjoy having white people on my shows because if I can make white people laugh, just my head, it's, like, it's a psyche of it. Like, if I can make them laugh, I can make everybody laugh. Because I know I can make Latinos laugh. I know I can make black people laugh, fool. Can I make white people laugh? And I love that challenge, fool. I love it. Anyways, I had a better set. had a good Not a great set, but a good set. Played it safe. Had some fun. Tried out some new bits. Tried out some new, you know, jokes. Had some fun, fool, for sure. Kind of, you know, it felt good. Um, but I couldn't stop thinking about the night before how upsetting that was, but um, yeah, the haha put me back and then just did my spot and got out of there, just came home full and today Sunday I'm just been like full, just laying low, dog. I haven't even been out much, hot as shit out there, and that's how I live my life, baby boy. That's how I live my life. Um, quick happy birthday to the homie Jay Valentino. Jay Valentino, happy birthday, big dog. Uh, one of the toxicos and shit. And, uh, he's become a good close friend of mine, man. Good people, man. He's really talented, man. Him and Concrete, the whole toxicos way. It's, it's been a good ride. It's been a good, good time. And I recommend you motherfuckers come out to the show, right? We got some more shows coming up in August. In fact, Concrete and I will be in Texas. Just him and I will be in Texas. August 2nd, Houston, Wednesday night, Houston Improv. Then Thursday, Arlington Improv, August 3rd. All right, we're doing a little one-two Texas step out there, homie. Come check us out. Then we'll be in Merced, California. All those Toxicos that Friday, August 4th, compa. So make that happen. Uh, before that, I'll be here in July. Very slow July for me. I'll be like just literally resetting the batteries, trying to write some new jokes. But July 21st, Friday night, I'll be at the Bellflower Stand-Up Club. Dope-ass little club, man. And come check me out, dog. One night only. I'm bringing some of the guys, some of the friends, some of the toxicos. And come check it out, fool. All right? Friday night, August, uh, July 21st. All right? Um, yeah. Happy birthday, fucking Jay. All right. Uh, let me see if I got any shout-outs here, fool, before I keep going. I know I had a shout-out of a little lady from the haha last night. Uh, she sent me a nice message this morning. She's like, shout-outs to Celia. Um, she's like, hi, Jerry. So happy I got to see you tonight at the Haha ha Comedy Club. So funny. Been a fan for a while. Love your podcast. Recently, I heard the one about Father's Day. I love all you said about your dad. Reminded me about my dad that recently passed. Wish you continued success. Thank you. Thank you so much. I replied, yo, thank you so much, Celia. Man, can I shout this out, man? Because I know, you know, you, got, you went a little... Sad there with your daddy, and I'm sorry. Rest in peace, you know, blessings. Uh, and she said, Yes, of course, you can shout me out, fool. Uh, and uh, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, thanks for that. I know Father's Day was a couple weeks ago, and she's uh, obviously catching up. But Celia, shout out to you. Sorry for your loss. And uh, way, man. And you know, as you, as you get older, man, damn, you know, just start like all these people, just like, oh, it's hard, man. It's that cabrón. All right, let me see what else is going on here for. I mean, I can't stand going. I'll be in Bakersfield. Huh? Bakersfield, I'm coming. Looking at my notes here. Bakersfield, July 22nd. Saturday, July 22nd. Catch me out there in Bakersfield. Uh, where at exactly? I don't know. The Laughing Stock Comedy Club. The Laughing Stock Comedy Club. 
Bakersfield, California. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, me and Jesus Sepulveda will be in Long Beach, California, one night only, July 23rd. Sunday, July 23rd. All right. Caiganle cabrones. Yes, sir. All right. Dodgers are on damn break right now, fool. Uh, what else is going on? Let me see. I'm trying to look at my notes here, fool. Did I shout out the homie already? Carlos. Yeah, fool. Carlos, thank you for the loteria. Uh, quick little story about the loteria. So me and, and Christian were in El Paso, Texas, and we went to the store called, damn, I forgot the name of it, dog. Something Chuco something, right? So like where you go buy souvenirs in El Paso, all right? Chuco something. I'll try to remember it. Anyways, me and me and Christian are out there buying some shirt. We bought some merch, buy some cool little El Paso swag. And then we run into this loteria. That's a Star Wars loteria, which is really dope. And Christian is a huge, huge loteria uh, Star Wars fan. And I'm a huge loteria fan. So combined, I really am low key, a really big loteria fan, dog. Um I like I like everything about it. Anyways, Christian. Love Star Wars. And we were going to buy one, dog. We're like, oh, this is dope. Let's buy one. And we saw the price, and it was like $35, dog, for Loteria, way. And I was like, eh. I already got like five shirts here I'm buying. I'm good, dog. That's a little too pricey for me, compa. $35? I mean, I would go up high as 20 maybe. But 35 no, we're a little out of my price range for that. And so I, I put it back, and so did Christian. Christian was like, oh, Crystal will kill me, right? Um, so he put it back, and I guess, um, I don't know. I don't know how this cat, Carlos, found out. I don't know I was ranting about it on the podcast here or what, but um, he's like, hey, bro, um, let me send you the Loteria stuff for you and Christian. And he sent me the Loteria, and I was like, bro, dog, so kind, so nice of you. Um and um, yeah, fool, I'm, I'm getting a lot of cool little gifts from people lately. Fool, that's pretty awesome, man. Uh, Primrose sent me uh, more like another big bag of swag for the kids and stuff. Um, shout out to Primrose, a big listener of the show too. Yeah, dude, it's it's. Man, I can't thank you guys enough, man. Thank you enough. And I want to thank everybody for congratulating me on the house too in Mexico. Uh, yeah, man, thanks. A lot of people are like, hey, congrats on the house, congrats on the house. And if you want to see a little video of the house, message me. I'll send you a little video of the house, dog. Um, it's a little 30-second clip I did for friends and stuff. Uh, check that out, all right? Um, what else is going on? Let me see. I'm I'm super excited right now, dude. I bought this bidet. Yes, a bidet for the toilet, dog. And I don't have any, right? I've always wanted one. The first time I had a bidet up my ass was in Turkey. And when I was in the military tour, I had never experienced a bidet before. This is 2015, dog. And over there in the midi, middle Mediterranean, Middle East, that's their thing, fool. They have they have bidets everywhere, fool. Even like in public restrooms, compa. Everywhere, dog. They don't have deodorant. They don't have toilet paper, but they have bidets, dog. Um... And the first, it was in my hotel room, and it was like a fancy one. We stayed at a fancy-ass Hilton, and I fucking tried that shit out, and it was my game-changer, bro, right? Game-changer, dog. After 2015, I've had it experienced a few more times. Uh, Shout-out to the homie Israel Garcia, good friend of mine. 
uh, who's going through some health issues himself, but he's, I'm following him closely on Instagram. He's looking good. He's looking great. He's looking healthy. Gracias a Dios. Shout out to the homie Israel Garcia, one bad comic. He's out there doing his thing. And I bring him up because he had a bidet in his house. And I stayed over at his house one, one time in San Antonio. And I didn't want to leave his house, man. I did not want to leave his house, man. I was fucking praying for diarrhea, bro. And uh, the bidet is game changer, bro. And ever since then, I've wanted one. I went as far as buying one at Costco one time for $250. I bought it. I bought it. But it was really high tech. And I had a lot of like, it looked very complicated to install. And I, I thought it was just too much for me. I was, this is too much. I can't. I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this much technology up my butthole. So I kept it in my house for like a week. And then I looked up some YouTube videos of how to install it. And even that looked complicated. It was like the fucking bidet 2000. Right? It was like a super fucking techie one. And it was $250, which was on sale from $350, which is why I bought it. Because the sale part was what got me. So I bought it. And then I couldn't decide. I have three bathrooms here in my house. I have one in my own personal uh, master bedroom where I stay. Then there's, a, there's the one in the hallway where the kids use for their bedrooms. And there's one downstairs, the community one. Right? And so I couldn't decide what bathroom to put it in. Obviously... First choice, me. But then I go, man, I think this everybody. This is a gift that need, that everybody needs to enjoy, fool. Not just me in my fucking bedroom. I felt selfish, right? I don't want the kids to have to come into my bathroom just to take a shit because they want to use a bidet. So then I thought about not the hallway bathroom because that's, a, you know, that's their bathroom. It's always dirty in there. It's always a mess in there. There's all socks and clothes and shoes and towels everywhere. That's not a very comfortable place to sit down and take a big shit, dog. So then I thought about the bottom, the bottom bathroom. I go, yeah, the community one, where I that could be a flex for my visitors. Like, hey, fool, how's your stomach feeling? Come take a shit, take a seat right here, fool. Check this out, you know. And that's where I was gonna go with. So uh, this whole week I was. Like figuring out where I'm gonna put it, but I was bouncing back between my bouncing back and forth between my bathroom and the community's bathroom. So then I was looking up videos, and I'm like, bro, this thing's a little complicated to use, dog. Like if I don't install this right, that damn water is gonna go up somewhere else, you know. But where where else could it go besides your butthole that you're gonna mind? Anyways, I was like, I just lagged on it, right? And then eventually, pasó una semana, dos semanas, and I'm like, you know what? The rent's coming up. I'm gonna need these two hundred fifty dollars. Nah, the, I was just like, I, I realized that I'm not gonna install it. Is what, basically what happened. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna install this for. I'm not. It's too complicated. It's too much machine for this. And if I don't install it right, it's gonna be downstairs in the community bathroom. It's gonna be a make a mess. It's gonna be. No, we're not ready for this, Doc. So I took it back. I took it back. I never opened the box. I took it back, got my 250 bucks back, right? Bought some steak and lobster out there in Costco, some toilet paper, some paper towels. I was good, fool. I was good. But I was wanting a bidet. Yo siempre quiso una bidet, wey. And so I finally got, so I, then I was at Target. 
So then I found one at Target, which was less complicated, much simpler, right? A simple little bidet, one little just handle. The other one had a food. The other one had a remote control, compa. Had a remote control, buttons, lights, sensors, fucking music. It, it trembled. Toda la madre, way. It was too much. Bluetooth. I didn't need all that. I didn't need that up my ass, fool. Too much. But this one that I found at Target, much more simpler. Much more Jerry G Lane, dog. It's just a bidet with the spray, with the one knob. You go left to turn it on, right to turn it off. That's it. That's it. And it was only like $40, dude. So I said, this, this is the one. I'm, this is going to be my starter kit, my bidet starter kit. Let's try this out. This works out. I'm coming back for two more, compa. I'm coming back for more. And so I finally installed it today, Sunday. Finally, I bought this thing like three weeks ago, dude. About a long time ago. Been in my, right there's been in my garage there, just sitting there. And I was cleaning up my garage a little bit today. And I saw it. I'm like, today's a day. Today is a day the bidet goes into my butthole. And I installed it. All right. And I installed it like around noon. And I had already taken my morning poo-poo. So I had to wait. I pooed twice a day, twice, morning and night. So now I've been waiting for the evening to hit. I've, oh, my goodness. I've been counting down the hours, the minutes, just staring at the sun to go down. It could not go down fast enough. Finally, the sun set. Darkness came upon us. Dinner was fed. I, I, I ate broccoli, steamed vegetables. I ate salmon. From Costco, salmon. Uh, it's already prepared. You just put it in the oven for 30 minutes. Bomb. I made some white rice on my little rice cooker. And it was on. And now the waiting game, it was just the waiting game, bro. I ate around 5, 6 o'clock. Right now it's 10 o'clock at night already, guys. So I ate around 5, 6, and then just the waiting game, bro. Oh, the waiting game. I even spoke to Cigarette to, to uh, you know, to quicken the process, to speed up the process, you know. Smoking a ciggy will make your stomach want to go to the bathroom. I was going to drink some coffee, but I said, no, I won't be able to sleep. But I'm very excited. I was very excited. Very excited. And sure enough, around 7.30, 8 o'clock, my stomach starts rumbling. And let me tell you, man, I, got, I was excited as a dog, dog. I was like, I was even like, you know, a dog with the, when, when he scratches himself and right in the right spot with the leg kicking, trembling. That was me right there, fool. I was so so happy. I ran down those stairs, fool. Ran down those stairs. Turned off American Gladiators. Ran down that stairs straight to the community bathroom. Told the kids, do not bother me. And I told the kids they can't use it until I use it first because I want to be able to experience it first to describe what the sensation is like and to what to expect. Because I did still saw a YouTube video on how to install this one, which is only four minutes long. It was very simple to use, very simple to install, very simple to install. And I installed it. And in that video, at the end, a guy did say, guys, just the only thing is that uh, you need to prepare yourself because the first time that water splashes your butt, it's going to feel different. It's going to be, you know, it's strong. It's a strong stream that comes out of this thing. And it does. And it's going to be a, 
you know, it's going to be a little startling at first. And so I had to prepare myself for that. And oh my God, I shot that thing on my butt. It was amazing. It was the greatest experience ever. And now uh, the kids have used it. They're excited. They love it. They're, well, they want to shower and bathe on that thing. Um, and uh, it's, it's been great, dude. It's been great. It's been awesome, guys. I recommend. If you don't have a bidet, get a fucking bidet today. Get a bidet, way. Get one. Um, it's been amazing, fool. And I don't know what took me so long to get to this place in my life. Why? I'm 43 years old, bro. And I finally, and I feel like I've made it now having a bidet. It's a game changer, ladies and gentlemen. Strongly recommend it. I feel like bringing one on the road with me, fool. Just packing one up, taking it wherever I go, installing it in the bathrooms, in the hotel rooms. It's that worth it. I'm going to give this out for Christmas gifts, fool. Christmas gift. This is my Christmas gift for family and friends, dog. Bidets, compa. Bidets, fool. Love it or not. All right? Ya conoce los ecos because I really want to go back and take another shit, fool. All right, guys. Love you guys to death. You guys have a great rest of the week, man. And uh, let's go get them, fool. I'm going to rest of